Welcome to IndieCast episode 109, games, games, and more games. But first, let me remind you that here on the 6-1 IndieCast, we chat about all of the rad happenings revolving around the indie gaming scene. You can catch the podcast live as we record it right here on twitch.tv slash 6-1-indie every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Can't make it? That's okay, because it hits all major podcast feeds the following Monday morning. Want it sooner with the bonus post show? Well, you can support us on patreon.com slash 61indie to listen before anyone else. You'd also snag a few additional Patreon perks, but more importantly, you'd be supporting a small DIY company with huge ambitions. Short on cash? Well, that's okay, too. You can still show your support in many ways. Leave a, re- a review. Follow us on socials at 61indie. Give our work on 61indie.com a read. Use your free Twitch Prime sub on us and tell your friends all about us. Big shout out to our Pigeon producers, Joe Wilson, Mick at Biologist, Aaron Cini, Alec Bobco, Colby Cortis, Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, and Jessica Sanchez. Some housekeeping. Go check out 61indie.com for awesome reviews what did i say i always mess that up i'm sorry jess uh joining me today is matthew wright at nerdy island austin ernst at austin underscore ernie that's me hello harry louis louis i can't speak anymore luigi harry there we go that was very good what's up everybody how we doing Good. I'll grill, chill. I'll grill, chill. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> I have to. Oh, I I'm, knew how to say it, Harry. Just I, my tongue sometimes doesn't work the way. Typing it out phonetically just yeah. never hurts. This That's exclamation funny. mark after many ways needs to go because that is a stopgap. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, yeah, just add more. I love the, the editing part of the, the Google Doc. That's great. Fantastic. <laughs> To answer your uh, question, I'm doing great. My cat yes. was sick, and yeah. I think we think he's getting better. We gave, right, we gave him the, the shot he needed, and he's slowing down on the puking. <laughs> so All right. oh, hey. no. that's a thing. But he seems to be going in the right direction. So we should. That's awesome. Crisis adver- averted. I hate when pets get sick. You mm-hmm. feel so helpless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. I hate that cat. But oh, wow. Hall- Holly was like, "Hey, <laughs> what a turn. Emmett, Emmett's sick," and I'm like, "What do you need? What do you need me to do?" I guess I care. Not my kid. No, it's that thing, you know, like like the dad who ne- who doesn't want a dog, and then you get a dog, and then the dog loves the dad, and then the dad is the best friend of the dog. It's gonna be that mm-hmm. thing where I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't want this cat, and the cat is here, and I'm like, I fucking hate you, cat. And now we're yeah. best friends. But I mean, it's nice. not there yet. It's not there yet. You know. Okay. Time. You just need time. Just give it time. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, we got some games to, to, <laughs> to talk about that were shown off. We had Gamescom and Opening Night Live and Future Game Show. But I wanted to start off with a, a really shitty situation oh. uh, with mm. P-Cube Games. Mm. Um, if you're not familiar, this article was written by Sal Romano from uh, Gamatsu is where I pulled it from. Um Publisher Toge Productions and developer Mojkin have delayed a space for the Unbound until further notice as a result of predatory practices by Western console versions publisher P-Cube, the company said in a message, quote, at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic in August of 2020, P-Cube Games used our position and heritage as developers from Indonesia to obtain a diversity fund from a well-known console platform reads the message the diversity fund was a grant fund intended to help underrepresented game developers especially during the pandemic however instead of giving those funds to the developers as the grant was intended p cube games intentionally withheld information about the grant and used it as a leverage for their own commercial game Uh, 
Rather than paying the grant money to us, P-Cube Games hid the facts about the grant's award and added it as a recoupable minimum guarantee and then used it to negotiate the increase of the revenue share. We have only uncovered the true amount of these funds and their intended purposes in March 2022. We are absolutely heartbroken that a party we worked with would do this and a project we have worked on for seven years has been taken advantage of in such a way. Since the uncovering of this issue, we clearly cannot trust P-Cube Games nor continue to work together for the release of A Space for the Unbound as P-Cube Games has fallen considerably short not only of reasonable decency but also of their obligations to us due to these predatory practices. (laughs) It is with a heavy heart that we must hold back the release of A Space for the Unbound so that we can make new arrangements and ensure that it pub- that it is published as intended and in a way that is consistent with our and our community's values. Mm-hmm. So, damn. So, fuck yeah. it. What do we think? <laughs> Did you also see the update? Oh, I see it right now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't scroll down. Yeah, uh, I saw it. This is the first time I'm seeing it, too. PCube has issued the following response via, mm-hmm. via Gaming on Linux. This was updated at 927 this morning. We have honored all obligations of our publishing agreement and have supported Toge Productions at every stage of product development throughout their delays and difficulties. This support has included offering significant further funding over and above grant funding to support development, porting, and marketing. Toge Productions have sought for some time to unilaterally unilaterally enforce unreasonable revised terms to our agreement and it it is disappointing that as a result of not achieving that and despite pq's significant efforts to accommodate this they have sought to deal with the matter in this way we will respond through the appropriate channels wait a minute (laughs) wait 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 a minute minute. (laughs) it's disappointing that they've chose to go about it this way when you guys purposely didn't you withheld information about getting this grant through fraudulent means. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing that Toge Productions has. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> this just gets murkier and murkier. Like this sounds shady to the nth power. Yeah, and it, it, it's a huge bummer because uh, Tojigan and not Toge. I just combined the two. Toge Productions and Mojikin um, <laughs> combined for one of my favorite games. Um, uh, oh my god, it's with the owl and the lady, and they fall in love. It's another game that doesn't have any owl dialogue boy. in it. No, not owl boy. Dang it! <sighs> it's gonna come to me. I'll figure. I'll figure it out. Owl but it's uh, it's like a visual novel. It it, it was very emotional. Uh, again, no dialogue whatsoever. Um, and I played a space for the Unbound at PAX and. I loved it. It's one of our most anticipated games. And to see that this team that's been working really hard on this for seven years um, to run into to this, it, it's just a bummer. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know what to make of PQ's updated statement. That's a statement. In, in my eyes, <laughs> like I would, I will always lean towards the, the little guys in yeah. this case, the, the studio and I'll mm-hmm. leave them first and foremost, but yeah the 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 their reaction or their response to that thing was pretty much them just saying no no that we 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 weren't there was no fuckery they're dumb yeah (laughs) that's pretty much what they said well it's like that's that's not okay they didn't even admit to that yeah no (laughs) Uh, the game was when the pass was around by the way (laughs) that is such a (laughs) non-statement yeah shady is an understatement that's Mm -hmm. not okay well, their comment is ignoring 
the misleadingness. They're just kind of offering like a side comment. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we gave them money to right. do stuff. I don't see what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of saying like we absorbed money and whether or not we gave to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they made it. If I remember correctly, they said we gave them more money than usual or so- something along those lines. We gave them like exceptional amount of money, making it sound like, oh, we took that money because we gave them. Right. Money. Correct. Like, that's not how that works, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And, and basically they're saying Toge was trying to enforce unreasonable revised terms to our agreement. Hmm. For it sure. was probably, I... hey, you got this money. because <laughs> exactly. of us. Yeah. Please give us some. They're exactly. like, no pretty sure part of that agreement wasn't obtaining money wrongfully and not giving it or mm-hmm. mentioning it to the studio pretty sure that wasn't part of the agreement they were honestly <laughs> just better off not saying anything because yeah. now mm-hmm. it makes them look even more guilty yeah absolutely if they came out and they apologized and said like we're looking into this type of thing like we are we have our best people on it or whatever i know that's a that's a non-statement too but you know what i mean at least they, if they at least acknowledged the the issue they would probably would have gone better but i agree yeah. they shouldn't have said anything <laughs> yep. if this was going to be their response <laughs> if, if anything this almost sounds like the people who are complaining that like some debt is being mm-hmm. um oh yeah like, absolutely like, it's the same vibe like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. like oh well you got that money and that's not fair so you're not getting any either mm-hmm. i'm like what is happening mm-hmm. like it's such a weird statement and just the fact that they used this studio and the fact that they were a diverse team, I think, mm-hmm. just makes it worse. And the mm-hmm. grant specifically was going to be used to help developers of underrepresented uh, people. And, and, mm-hmm. and they used that for their own greedy gains. It just ugh, Where's makes PPM's me sick. Based? I'm not Hell. entirely sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. London. Bo- London, okay. Not Texas, so, uh, the UK and London. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's not cool at all. It's a bummer that this is st- like this thing. I would expect more from the bigger companies. Right. Activision. Not the, not this is an Activision <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah, Harry, what, what were you? It looked like you wanted to say something, Harry. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Fine. <laughs> Screw me and screw <laughs> PQ. I mean, I could do more analogies. Like, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> you were looking at me and you were like giggling under your breath. I was like, oh, you're serious. Well, like, like, oh, what was the exact no. verbiage? Like, uh, delays and frustrations. What was the other word? For for which for which that one they, in the response? Oh, in the response. Um, it's disappointing. That as a result of not achieving that, and despite P-Cube's significant efforts to accommodate this, they've thought they haven't. Oh, yeah. Um, we have honored all obligations of our publishing agreement yeah. and have supported Toji Productions at every stage of product development throughout their delays and difficulties. Delays and difficulties, because that's abnormal in video game development. <laughs> you would hope so, that your publisher would help you out if right? you have a problem. Well, it's like saying, oh, I'm sorry I connected the tires to the wheels of this car, but that was your problem to begin with. Hmm. Yeah, it's it like, no, sounds, that's it kind of sounds like, yeah, we did the bare minimum and then we yeah. took their money. Mm-hmm. Or we, we tried to in the bare minimum. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. good. Anyway. Sounds yeah. like they're quite quitting on uh on hey, Twitch chat. Oh, be better. quiet quitting. There's that term. Gosh, if I hear that one more time. <laughs> oh, I'm doing my job. Oh, I guess that's quiet exactly. quitting. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Don't be okay. shitty. Be better. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Please be better. Yeah, that's the, pretty much the TLDR of it. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, a lot of games were showcased over the last two days. Mm-hmm. Gamescom is happening over in Germany. Jeff Keighley uh, put on his opening night live show that showcased a live studio audience. Two hours of games. Um, I don't have an official count, but it was a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Not, I think, nearly as much as Summer Game Fest, but still a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe the following day was Future Game Show, which is one of our favorites to watch. Um, funny enough, I don't think we all had a chance to watch that yet, just because nope. we've been busy. But we have a list of the games that were announced there, as well as Opening Night Live. So I will kick it to... Let's start with Austin. Mm. Out of these two showcases that we've had a chance to like look them up, any games uh, speak to you that were shown off for the first time? There was a little game called Edge of Sanity. I don't have the developer. I wrote down some notes. I didn't rent the developer because I'm a dumbass. Um, it's a little survival game. Think Darkest Dungeon. Looks kind of like that, like the, the side-scrolly kind of look in the art style. But they're So it's a survival game, and they're actively trying to mess with your brain. Ooh. They're just—it's just a—it's a mind fuckery game, you know. Like the trailer was nice. this guy like fending off, fending off a creature and like stabbing him in the head or whatever, and then he like had like a breakdown and he realized the person he stabbed was this woman instead of a, like a monster, and he just starts to break down even more. So oh. I was intrigued. If my uh, Indie 100 episode doesn't tell you anything, I, I'm kind of a glutton for punishment when it comes <laughs> to my media. Like for instance, I still watch The Walking Dead. I'm the problem. <laughs> And you still buy Madden. Oh, boy. And I still wow. buy Madden. <laughs> I'm scum. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, I can tell why you dig this, because from just from the trailer, Austin, yeah. it looks a little little nightmarish. What? Uh, we just spoke about in Indie 100. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get, I get, yeah, sure, I get that vibe. I get a lot of the vibe of Darkest Dungeon, if y'all have played that game. That, yes. It uh-huh. has that look, it has that feel about it, like, like. You're gonna be at your at dire straits in this game. It's it's gonna mess with you. Uh, you're probably gonna experience some death <laughs> often. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, you got one? Yes, I do. Did, sorry, did anyone look up the developer? If not, I will. Uh, I couldn't find it. I kept finding Edge of Insanity, which is a game on PC. I'm on it. Um, the first game that I would like to shout out is Snackoon. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so uh, this game is a stealth adventure game where you can get through a phone where you can get through the game as a phone stealing raccoon. Um, so the immediate thing that caught my eye is it has the art style of Sable. Um, its movement is kind of like Stray where you're just like prouncing around. Um, and you're doing shenanigans like Untitled Goose Game. So it's like three of my like top tier yeah. <laughs> indie games just crammed into one. <laughs> so um, this was I'm also, super jazzed to play this. This was also on my short list, but I saw that you mentioned it. So I was like, I won't I won't hog the, yeah, uh, the snackoon. Yeah. And the name is so good. And they like outlawed snacks. So that's why the raccoon's trying to mm-hmm. be all slithy and sleuthy. Slithy. Um, I'm just saying. I like it. No, I like it. Um, The the developer, sorry, the developer of uh, Edge of Sanity is Vixa Games. Okay. Vixa Games, if that rings a bell. It does not. Okay. Jumping Joe, Dino Galaxy Tennis, Crack Pet Show, Post 
Apocalypse Caravan. Those are the games that they've made. <laughs> Not aware. All right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty much done with Snackoon. It's like a one-minute trailer if you want to check it out. Music's really awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, there's little cuts that make it look hilarious, like... Uh, so many like action shows have the the selfie version where they're doing like a close up of face where this yeah oh my god oh. I cannot stand mm-hmm. that movement and I thought we'd be over it by now but it's still a thing on in television and media uh, but he does one of those and I'm like ah that's funny because I'm hoping it's a a riff on it but yeah I, I didn't see a release date I think it's uh, sometime in the future it said okay. come it wow. said stay tuned or coming soon I don't know if that means one month one year one decade so. Two days. Um, keep it on the back burner <laughs> of nice. excitement. Uh, Matt, what do you got? What's the game that uh, caught your eye? Killer Clowns? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> did, you see, did you see how he said that? Yes, What's a game that caught your eye? Killer Clowns. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I remember watching this movie for the first time on TNT Monster Vision on a late Saturday night when I was a child. Uh, and having nightmares about being encased in cotton candy. Um, did you just eat it. Watch the movie because you can't <laughs> eat it because you. It, it basically works like a stomach and the acid is eating away at you inside the cotton candy pod. Terrifying. Uh, <laughs> so what the hell is this property out of all properties coming back as a uh, three versus seven multiplayer game? What? <laughs> yeah. Three versus the seven. Of Friday the thirteenth, I believe. Yeah. And the formula makes sense. This the three mm-hmm. versus seven seems a little like yeah. has, three, has that been done three killer clowns <laughs> and uh seven humans. <laughs> Why? I'm glad you're excited for this, man. <laughs> I, I, I just want to know I wanna know more. I like <laughs> he's who, intrigued. Who is like, you know what IP needs to come back? Killer clowns. <laughs> killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Well, gives, I mean, that's kind of their vibe anyway, that developer. Like, they did that yeah. Yeah. Predator. Like, they might for be sure. uh, yeah. wacky. It makes Predator sense for the studio. Phonic. You're right. It makes Ooh, sense it? for Wait, the studio. Wait, hold on. I thought that was the same developer. No, it no, wasn't. No, it's not. That was Elphonic. Uh, oh, sure. Well, I was thinking of Friday the 13th JK. anyway. JK. I missed mm. that. It makes sense for that studio anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope it's not as buggy as Friday the 13th, but that game shined anyways because of that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they've learned, you know. Are there any other like horror obscure things that they could come back in this format? Do you think? Uh, well, something else is coming Probably. out, right? They could do like spooky gremlins, like full on horror. Ooh. Uh, I thought something else was almost out from a horror IP. I don't know why this came to my head. This is this does not answer Calista your question, Protocol? but but Spawn. Oh, a Spawn no. game would be really cool. Like, yeah, Farland yeah, yeah. needs or to Trinity. be destroyed. Like with Blade or something yeah. crazy. I just thought of you said like what's a spooky thing, and I thought of the clown from Spawn. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I can see a, a a Freddy game, Nightmare on Elm Street. What the hell mm. was it? Is that not already a thing? Is he just like in I think Dead he's by Daylight in or whatever? Probably Dead by Daylight. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely in Dead by Daylight. That makes sense. <laughs> Speaking of which, I want to play that Dead by Daylight dating. Sim. Oh I heard yeah, it. that's a oh, thing. I, I heard it was on Twitch. It looks Good. very crazy. It, I did? Okay. <laughs> It's wild that that's actually a real thing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, uh, so one that I caught my eye was a game that is actually shown on the Xbox stage. <laughs> uh, I think 
during E3 this year. Um, it's the last case of Benedict Fox, yeah. uh, which was, was also the f- mention. W- which was at the Future Game Show as well mm-hmm. from developers Plot Twist. It is a love letter to Metroidvania, and I am so in. Can I say yeah, something? Same. Go ahead, Austin. This game is a Metroid game if it starred Constantine from yes. DC Ooh. Comics, but yes. he was a, but he was like more had more of a detective. Like he's kind of like that already, but you know, like he leans into the detective angle. It's like a Constantine Metroid game. It looks so intriguing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like and- that framing. I just uh yeah I'm I'm kind of skipping through the trailer on YouTube which by the way Twitch chat sorry if you heard the trailer beforehand I forgot that I was I'm yeah. in charge of streaming so I didn't mute the site. Um it looks like you upgrade your your abilities and you get tattooed and that's how you get your abilities. I saw uh, that and I was which like which is really dope. cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> cool. Reminds me of Far Cry 3 which I loved when you did that but Right. And you, you like go into limbo to get these clues and then you take the clue that you learn to go back into the real world and like progress. And I'm like, that's oh God, that's I a Metroidvania in the dopest way. <laughs> I can't wait. It also won best or most wanted Xbox game at opening night live. Which Those I mean, awesome. Awards, but like, what does yeah. that mean? <laughs> I don't know. The, the super massive game, The Devil and Me, was nominated on the PlayStation side and the Xbox side. So <laughs> they didn't give a, a a year, did they? Did it definitely say twenty three? Uh, I don't see anything in that trailer. Okay. Uh, oh, spring twenty twenty three to PC okay. and Xbox. Gotcha. That's on cool. the, the website. And I'm pretty wait. sure it's on going to be on Game Pass, so that's even better. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was confirmed a while ago. I like the last Xbox thing because it was on yeah. like their sizzle reel for Xbox. Sure. I think. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, but that sounds right. Also, what else you got? Anything else catch your eye? Another Game Pass joint, uh, Lies of P. I'm sure people have been looking at this mm-hmm. game for a while. I've never played a Soulsborne game, and mm-hmm. I keep trying to find the one. People keep saying Bloodborne, Bloodborne, Bloodborne. I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man, maybe. But Lies of P, I'm like, you know what? I didn't know I was stoked about Pinocchio, yeah. but the fact that they have, like, they essentially have Jiminy Cricket in this game, too. I yeah. popped for that. What? I, <laughs> like My favorite this- thing about this trailer was Geppetto walked out of that horse and carriage like he was Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious. Dude, <laughs> they're doing something with the Pinocchio IP and combining it with a Soulsborne game, and it's doing it for me. It's yeah. working. And I'm like, you know what? And then when I think it was Geppetto, the Geppetto character is like, some, he calls him son. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, that yeah. confirms who you are. Like, that, that should not be cool. It yeah. was. Yeah. All right? I was into it. I might try a Soulsborne game. It might be this game. I'll play for, like, two hours and never touch it again because I, I'm going to lose my mind. But... I'll buy it, you know, or well, I, Game Pass. I want to know where this game came from mm. because I first heard of about it a few days before opening night live, and everyone was like, "Oh, finally, we get to see it." Oh. I don't remember anything oh, yeah. about Lies of it's, P. It's been rising on like the popularity mm-hmm. for like the last year. Oh, yeah, a friend, uh, okay. friend of the show, Mike Tandro, uh, he's been looking <laughs> forward to this game for a while. Oh Who's wow, that? okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know about this Mike fella, but we'll mm. we'll trust. We'll trust his judgment, Should we? I guess. Should we trust him? Give us some R.O.A. taste. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> it's got to go fast. Well, going back to Liza Pi, or P. Pi. Uh, every, Liza Pi. Every time I see this, I think it's Life of Pi. And I'm right. like, no, it's a <laughs> the totally Liza movie. Movie. That movie is <laughs> like the movie? Yeah. yeah that's that's exactly. the Tiger movie? Um, is that not the Tiger movie? What's the Tiger movie? No, that's the Tiger movie. movie. Okay. Tiger movie. Uh, Where's that game? I totally lost my track. He's on a boat with a tiger <laughs> the whole time, and that's the entire game. You said your your favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, what I I don't remember. 
Okay, there we go. Uh, what I really look dig about it is it it's it's playing with all the things about Pinocchio in a totally weird and different way, mm-hmm. so in a cool way. Even, yeah, you can't even predict what's going to happen. Like, I love it. Like, is, is everyone going to turn into donkeys? Is that going to be a thing? Is there going to be a giant whale? Is that going to be the last? Yo, like, you just put a nightmare in my brain. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched that that donkey uh-huh. scene in Pinocchio as a child. That that fucked me up. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was not shit. good. That's some killer clown shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that Disney movie is spooky as fuck. Yeah. And then like the actual like storytelling thing is even creepier. Like, so I'm really intrigued on how they're gonna do it. Um, I might play it if I ever finish Elden Ring. Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be on Game Pass. Game Pass. I want to know where Pinocchio's obviously, obviously most famous trait, the nose growing, because he's lying. How oh, does that play in the gameplay? In this game, it's his... I'm kidding. Penis! <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> in my mind, all right? I had to say lies it. of P. Like every time he lies of P. <laughs> the, the game is just about toxic masculism. There you go. Yeah. God, could you imagine if it was like it's full one A and be like, hey guys, let's talk about masculine and how it's toxic. Mm-hmm. Oh. What okay. what if that's how he heals himself? He has to lie. Oh. That's a much like better this idea. Is, uh, his health bar? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Harry. Uh, <laughs> He's thinking about the the P right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, is. <laughs> oh man, Harry, you taking it? Yeah, drink? Harry, you got a game? You're up. Oh uh, yeah. So another one that I thought was really cool that I don't think we've seen before is Under the Waves, uh, which is a somber, spooky game uh, with like a techno futuristic vibe that is like what the 1970s thought future underwater oh, okay. sea exploration would be oh, yeah. um, uh-huh. and you pretty much play as a, an explorer trying to figure out the depths of it um and i think he was called there on the behest of an oil company so it's like a really grimy company trying to figure out what's happening on the underwater sea so there might be a a sad like environmental theme to it mm-hmm. but i think it looks think really is. beautiful yeah so because it, the word grief was in the description like mm-hmm. handling grief and i was like oof <laughs> oh no or it's just gonna be a bunch of flashbacks where like his daughter drowned and now he's underwater oh, and Jesus. Been, like super sad stuff like that so um fantastic but yeah like i really dug the visual aesthetics the music was really good this the story behind it was interesting this is definitely coming out in 2023 or at the very earliest 2023. Um, and I'm excited to see more. This was the weird Quantic Dream published yes. joint, right? Okay. Mm. Yep. It, yeah, it gave me a little bit of um, a little bit of Returnal for those that have played Returnal. And, and like oh. those weird sequences where you see like that fully underwater road that they were walking on sure. at some point in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, Matt, tell me why we should be excited about moving out too, because I'm very excited about moving out too. Yeah. Have you played moving out? No, because moving out, the first one could not play online with you. <laughs> we tried to do that for a charity stream. We, it wouldn't work. We did. Well, that's sad. Womp, yeah. Womp. I, I believe Mike and I, we tried <laughs> gotcha. to play it and it didn't Mike work. Mike. Uh, yeah, candy. yeah. yeah oh, no, I, I played this game couch co-op with, uh, Al love it love it hilarious uh yeah 
I, I preferred it over to Overcooked just because Overcooked makes me want to yell and get stressed <laughs> out. Uh, moving out takes that formula and it's not as stressful. Mm-hmm. I totally I totally agree. Um, there was an expansion, uh, like an iron blaze expansion, but yeah, I'm all for moving out too. Nice. Yeah. Yay. Uh, more on a uh, like low key calmer video game that I'm very excited about. Mm. They showed a little to the left again, and I just want to shout that out. That the cat game. That yeah. is the one where you were just putting things in order and tidying oh. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my OCD brain loves that. Very, I thought very it was much like so. there was a cat involved. I'm there there is a game. cat that messes oh. things up for you. <laughs> yeah, I knew uh, it. I knew it. It was up there. Was that's the literally noggin. just just a game where you fix things and make it all nice and neat and the way. And you they also it. dated it as a November eighth, which I think was not a thing before. So that's, that's nice. my yeah. birthday. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yay! Uh, coming to PC and Mac on November 8th Um, yeah I'm excited I know it's not the the sexiest of picks but it's it's going to scratch that sexy I don't know what is (laughs) you know what is sexy I'm kidding (laughs) the lies Lies of P (laughs) killer clowns hey no they gave me gun Austin oh hi hello you have a clothing store on here the gap? What's that? The gap. I'm not gonna lie. I had I was like, shit. Did I put the wrong link? Did I get the the, the bad link? What happened? Yeah, the no, gap. Yes. Polos. The gap, mm. think okay, bear with me. Bear with me. Think twelve minutes okay. minus the subject material, mm-hmm. but it's first person. That that's the gap, essentially. That's okay. the vibe I got at least. Where it has to do with like what I write down. I remember it had to do with like deja vu moments and like going have, to other I have word. a description for it. You yeah, play it, as uh, Joshua Hayes, a neuroscientist who's lost it all. Your mysterious ability to explore parallel realities through deja vu seems to be the only way to recover your memories and salvage your life. Ooh. Sounds so interesting. It, it sounds like this, yeah, I like the twelve minute vibe comparison. Not the same thing, but like yeah, it, it gets that vibe. And the fact that it's in, it's in first person. Mm-hmm. will always t- uh, first person scary things was like oh it looks like pt mm-hmm. it, it looks like i'm going to scream and yell and i don't know if they're going for a spooky vibe i think it's more of like a it's subtly... narrative exploration thriller thriller yeah thriller yeah. yeah so it could have some kind of high tension moments for sure. right. well it also looks like hyper realistic too which is really interesting or maybe know. not hyper realistic but like did it for me as someone who liked 12 minutes like the one person on the planet who wasn't weirded out too much by that game mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll explore that at a different time <laughs> hey I, I admit the subject material shouldn't have been there i just I, I thought the game was great yeah harry why should we care about your mini game and why are we only going to paint these minis in moonbreaker ah yes. uh-huh. so yeah moonbreaker pretty much just looks like a turn-based action game where you have figures that move around like a tabletop game. Mm-hmm. Um, the hilarity comedic element, I didn't really get from the trailer, but I'm going to trust that they know what they're doing um, because it's also the same people who develop Subnautica. So mm-hmm. there's definitely some chops in that corner. And Brandon um, Sanderson, the author, is yeah. also behind it. Who would have thought? Um, who is very like super duper famous for a bunch of uh, fantasy game, uh, fantasy books, which is yep. cool. Um, but this just struck me as something different. It reminded me of tabletop games, which I enjoy, but, um, it's just the turn-based action, which I'm a big fan of in video games. And just kind of mashed the two together. Um, and it's coming out in a little over a month for early access on PC. So that is very exciting to check out. 
Nice. Yeah, don't have to wait too long. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Yeah, and, you know, I love strategies. <laughs> uh, Matt, I'm not even going to attempt to say the name of the second game that you wrote down. So go for it. Dorf Romantic? Yeah. That yeah. One. Talk about a <laughs> chill uh, city building puzzle game. It's been out on PC for a while, uh, but it is coming out on Switch. Uh, so I cannot wait to just sit back, relax, and play this. So, like, um, it's not like uh, what was the other town building game that's literally just building a town, like, uh, as town, far as the eyes. Townscaper. Scaper, thank you. It's not wait, like is that. that it? Yeah, I think that's awesome. the name of the game. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, so, it's not like that. It's uh, like a hex based grid placement for your town that you're building and different biomes. And people have been raving about it. Uh, for on, on the PC version for a while now. So I can't wait to just relax on the Switch and play that. Nice. Uh, I'm super excited for Hideo Kojima's podcast on Spotify. Yeah. No, how dare you, Hideo? <laughs> what a weird thing. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, yes, explain to me this logic. As, as, as somebody who knows so many useless facts, uh, Hideo ran a podcast during the production of uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, okay. Um, the English version of which uh, was ran by uh, Brian Payton, um, who directed Halo 4 and it's the oh. CEO of, uh, God damn it, uh, Republic. They did Republic okay. and Iron Man VR. Uh, so, yeah, this is not out of Kojima's wheelhouse. He's done podcasts before. That's cool. Here's your useless knowledge for the day. Nice. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but for real, a game that does look really, really cool. It's called Phantom Hellcat. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer yep. for Phantom Hellcat. I did, yeah. Very stylish. Uh, 2D, 3D, hack and slash. Um, brand new developer, Ironbird Creations. Mm -hmm. um, it is. It stars Jolene, who breaks a seal on said cursed theater. Jolene. Prompting Jolene. the darkness to take Jolene. her mother hostage. <laughs> like like uh, like Austin said before, it's just stylish. It looks yeah. really, really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that this is a brand new dev team. I'm excited for that their game was shown off on a huge stage like this. And uh, yeah, I definitely walked away having this on my most anticipated whenever it comes out. Yeah. I got a like hack and slash dishonored vibes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the sure. pink and purple too is like mm, phenomenal. Yeah. Like I love that. Shout out to the neon, the high contrast. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. Shout I mean, it's not out. an indie game, but like Destiny Two with neon looks real good. <laughs> that trailer is real good. <laughs> just, just, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> we don't talk about Destiny. Here. I, I have to for Jake. Dead. I have to for Jake. <laughs> <laughs> also, was there anything else that you wanted to highlight? My honorable but, mention was the last case of Benedict Fox. So okay. we have definitely covered my my four main ones. Sweet. Harry? Um, I will shout out Friends versus Friends. Uh, their trailer was phenomenal because I, I'm obsessed with that song. So I've been listening yeah. to it on for like 20 minutes. Um, and the art style of the like cinematic was phenomenal. I will say I didn't think the gameplay that they showed looked really great. It looked super Same. fuzzy, mm -hmm. and I'm very concerned, and that kind of diminished any excitement I had for the game. But the stills on Steam look really good, so I'm hoping okay. it was some poor decision to sure. show a muddy gameplay segment. I wish that um, cinematic trailer was the game. Yeah. The game oh my. I thought that was the game. I'm like, oh my god, this is vibing. <laughs> and then I saw the gameplay and it went, oh no. Um, so, Same. But yeah. it's TBD, so they might be workshopping a bunch of it because it's a card-based FPS. 
and I'm like, oh my god, this is so many good combinations. Mm-hmm. Plus the aesthetic, plus the music. Um, so I hope they bring it together. That's why I shouted it out in that top yeah, three hype. for sure. But. Matt, any any else? Any else? Oh, La- any more on your list? Yeah, last one I will mention is Solstice. Uh, which was brought to my attention earlier today. Uh, it's a Dark Souls or Souls-like. Um, the official description is explore a dark world brimming with hidden mysteries, master a diverse combat system, inhabit the dual forces of two sisters, and a coming-of-age dark fantasy story with fast-paced action, vicious enemies, and spectacular boss fights. Uh, the art direction looks amazing, and this game comes out on September 20th. Sweet. Uh, I do want to shout out some of our community members who said some things that they were most excited about uh the good sir writes uh what were some of my standouts from the show uh personally return to monkey island release date mm-hmm. of course it's my most anticipated game of the year that was a really great tra- trailer with stan sandman with his arms just going all over the place <laughs> the, the uh, horse armor the horse yeah, armor thing that does nothing just sits <laughs> in your inventory so it's Love fantastic it. <laughs> uh liza p looks super intriguing where winds meet snackoon mm-hmm. never awake and phantom hellcat also, good sir writes, P.S. Shout out to Mike. That Sonic Frontiers trailer brought me a little closer to believing <laughs> it could actually be an eight. <laughs> the fact that it is coming out the same day, it's got to be. Right. Well, the day, day, is it the same day? Before. Well, day before. before. Yeah. Still. Is that Within 24 my hours. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Oh, yeah. November 8th. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um the film ace john scott writes uh not much in terms uh uh not much of stuff that wowed me haven't seen the future game showcase yet but for opening night live uh hogwarts sonic and gotham i already wanted to play monkey island getting release date was neat honestly the only one that grabbed my eye was the new tales from the borderlands liza p Mm. word song and where winds meet but honestly not as impressed as i was hoping for and i think that's kind of where i walked out of it i there wasn't a whole lot for opening night live. At least I can't wait to watch future game show. Maybe I'll do that after we're, we're done recording. Nothing like screams. All right. I have to buy it right now. Mm-hmm. The ones that w- I was excited. There was a little bit of information afterwards. That I was like, oh, well, that's just not my kind of game. Like the Dune game, for example, like yeah, that looked really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But then it's an open world survival MMO. It's like, I, I will never touch that game no. ever. So, Spice but I'm happy people life. had some fun things there. And like we just talked about, we talked about like 12 games that we were excited about. So there was still some really good stuff there. Really good showing. Uh, yeah. Someone, one of the commenters brought up where wind, where the winds meet or something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a term. It reminds me of those old like Chinese combat movies where like the combat is really floaty and they're like floating around. They're like mystical. There's a term for it. I, I'm just dumb. And I can't remember what it's called, but mm-hmm. it's like Wuya or something like that or I'm, again, I'm, I'm a dumb white guy. Excuse me. <laughs> but it, it reminds I, I me of those floaty, one, like, traditional movies that I enjoyed as a kid. But, yeah, it's that nice. the video game. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so let's move on because we got a... We're getting a little long in the tooth and we still got to talk about what we've been playing. So we're going to run through this week in indie really fast. Nothing came out on Monday, August 22nd or Tuesday, August 23rd. But on Wednesday, August 24th, Kid Ball Adventure islets warriors of the nile 2 and starless thursday august 25th we've got idol manager i was a teenage exo colonist and monster outbreak i played monster monster outbreak as part of e3 last year when it was fully digital really fun tower defense game so if that's up your alley that's a pretty good one uh friday august 26th brock the investigator 
as in the animal. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. I like how they intercapped Gator. What? what? <laughs> in the title there. And Overloop comes out on Friday, August 26th. Um, as far as what we've been playing, I can speak briefly about We Are OFK. I played the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have choices in it. it you, you're playing through the story of this band, uh, which is OFK. And it's it's very very cool it's i'm a little little bummed the choices don't seem like to have a whole lot of impact on the story it just seems like you are just choosing the dialogue and there's no like telltale branching kind of thing um but it does feel like i am just part of a hbo show mm-hmm. and watching them kind of go through their things and you definitely switch between the characters and the perspective so you're not locked into one character you're playing a bunch of them as they go through and um it's super well represented a lot of uh, lgbtq uh representation there which is fantastic uh the music is great so it does a thing like it's very serious and, and jokey, like narrative based structure. And then I, what I believe in every episode, there's a new episode every week. Uh, there's going to be five total. Um, there's a music video. So mm-hmm. for one of their songs that you play, think of, um, oh my God, the describe it. Uh, it's the musical game where you play through the album. We love it. It's thank you. It's very much like Sayonara Wild Hearts music video where you are controlling a character in the music video to do little mini games as you hop around between it. Um, so it's super, super cool. It's on PlayStation, it's on Switch, I believe it's everywhere. Um, so I would check that out if you're looking for a cool little story experience. Um, Harry, you've been playing Tinykin, I have. Um, so Tinykin, if people don't know, is a game that is developed by Splash Team and published by Tiny Build, where you play as a cute little person named Milo, uh, and you are traversing around a giant house where you are a mini version of a person. So like a chair is ginormous to you, like a water bottle is enormous, like stuff like that. So in my head, it was kind of like a... um pikmin meets honey we shrunk the kids mm-hmm. with aesthetics like um paper mario and origami king so ah. really really pretty really really um detail oriented in terms of the 2d characters and then a 3d environment so i really dug that um it's pretty much an exploration game where you have to do certain things to kind of achieve the ultimate goal of the room where you're either in the bathroom you're in the kitchen you're in a like greenhousey area stuff like that um and there's a lot of distinct characteristics in each area uh the music's phenomenal the gameplay is sharp and pointy and really focused on exploring and there's nooks and crannies everywhere and you're finding a bunch of little characters um and these little like critters which are pretty much just like pikmin like there is no ambiguity that they are clearly inspired by pikmin because it like pretty much looks like an off-brand pikmin but (laughs) it very clearly also makes it its own so i kind of forgot it was a pikmin as i was playing it even though like even down to like the little like chibi noises that they make it's like "Ah, ah, ah." 
<laughs> like it's the same as Pikmin. Like it's adorable. Um, what, what was it like? I didn't. I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they start building stuff or moving, it's like <laughs> like it's it's, it's literally please the same. Isolate these sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so cute. Whatever um, Harry texts me, that's what the sound that's going to come out of my phone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's rich. It's fantastic. Like. And you also get characters that are bugs that are like humans, humanoid-ish, and they talk just like people. Um, it's not voice acted for the 99.9% of it. Um, so you're kind of reading a little bit, but the gameplay is really where the focus is with exploration, with kind of focusing on verticality, which I think separates it a lot from Pikmin. Even though there's some verticality with Pikmin in 1 and 2, I haven't played 3 yet. Um, but that's really an emphasis on like exploring every nook and cranny. Every little creature has their own abilities, whether it's climbing vertically, which is, a, like I said, it's a feature, throwing them into bombs, electricity, stuff like that. Um, it took me about eight hours to beat the game. Uh, and that was with heavy exploration. So I'm sure you can knock out the game in maybe five hours, just kind of blasting okay. through it. But a lot of it is you're, you're exploring as much as you can so that you're not frustrated when they're like, Hey, can you help me find this um, mysterious jewel? And it's just like a, a lollipop ring. Um, but you already found it. So you don't even have to worry about trying to like backtrack or whatever. Um, and it's super satisfying. I found it engaging the entire time. I Sweet. was never overly frustrated by the puzzles. Um, it could for some people be a little easy, but I was, if, if you were looking for like a hardcore challenge, I don't think this is the game. I think it's an awesome, great game that's chill, pushes all the right buttons in terms of exploration and like gives you a nice feeling at the end of the day. Sweet. Um, and I'll eventually have a written review. I just finished it today. So probably Monday ish. I'll have it nice. as written form. Uh, and the game releases on the 30th. So there's, still... uh, did you mention, did you already say it? I'm sorry, where they can play it. Is it out everywhere? It, I believe it's out almost everywhere. Let me just okay. double check because I don't want to misquote. So just look at our calendar. You know, yeah. hey. uh, it's Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. So Perfect. pretty much everywhere. Awesome. This uh, is, also, sorry, this is another one that was like just stylish. Like it looks like a Cartoon Network cartoon, and mm -hmm. I, I love that aesthetic. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, Harry, you also wrote down you went to FlameCon last weekend. Yeah, so if people do FlameCon? Yeah. Oh, oh, transition. Um <laughs> Sorry, I just heard like a bang with my cat, but he's fine. At least he's making noises, so it's fine. I heard it too, for the record. <laughs> a little ding noise. Uh -oh. Actually, let me go check. Let me yeah, go check out Vader. Uh, Austin, uh, yeah. Cult of the Lamb. Have you played more of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm surprisingly still loving this game. Like, yeah. roguelikes are not my game, but man, Cult of the Lamb is in my like top three, maybe, for this year. Like, I right. love this game, and I'm... I love that I'm making mistakes and I'm learning from it and I'm realizing yeah. like, Oh, I'll make, I'll get all this like supplies for these, for these people. Nope. That didn't do me any good yeah. at all. They still hate my guts. Cool. I'll, <laughs> next time I'm going to marry one of them. See if that does anything. <laughs> that kind of helped. Oh yeah. crap. Now everyone hates me. Everyone's getting jealous. All right. Yeah. Let me just go back in and get more supplies. Like I, I, I love that. And usually I don't love, like I, I'm okay with trial and error, but usually I'm like, okay, I don't have time for this. <laughs> like yeah. I need to go do some, something else, but this is like drawing me in so much where I don't care. It's like I'm, I, I'm loving every second. I'm of it. very happy that the first update to fix some of the bugs went live. Mm. I'm pretty sure for Switch and PlayStation and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I spoke good. before. The only glitch I've I've had so far was I had an invisible enemy that was just yeah, impenetrable. I've run and, into that, and I was like, 
I guess I die then. Cause I like, I was slicing and dicing as much as I could where his little life bar was, but not, nothing was happening. I see so. that happened to me. There was no life bar, but, and I thought I was, I was in one of the biomes where it had like spiky things coming out of the ground. Right. I was like, Oh, are these like hazards? Should I not touch them? No, it's grass. But I thought it was like killing me. It's like, well, this is real unfair. It's everywhere. How, how am I supposed to get through the, the room? That's funny. You're just dodge rolling as fast as you exactly. can to get to the next thing. Like, oh, oh my god. god. Uh, f- something really cool that I found uh, was a tarot card where you can do damage by rolling, and that's my new oh, favorite tarot. I, I love card. that one too. I, I anytime I get like the like the poison one where if you hit them you can poison them. I love yeah, that one. That yeah. might be tar- that might be just a weapon thing, but I, I yeah. love that a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Harry is Vader okay? Yeah, he's he's doing his zoomies, so he's just oh, okay. he, he'll do that cartoonish thing where he skids while he's trying to run. Yeah, um, so he'll like just slam into everything. Yeah, like ah, like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm just jumping around. I'm like, all right, you're fine. Cats would be cats. Uh, what, what, what was it like, Harry? I didn't. <laughs> Another one to isolate you know, everybody. Like, like when they're running like this, like he's yeah. not making any movement. He's just like your propelling. cat. Your cat like, runs on right, two feet. Here we go. Cat runs on two feet. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> like it's wild. All right, what was it? Firecon or something? Flamecon. Flame Flame yeah, so Flamecon. Um, so Flamecon is, according to them, the world's largest queer comic con, uh, which is a two-day thing in the city where there's a bunch of panels, a bunch of like. Um, gaming sections and a bunch of vendors that are usually highly lgbtq or allies which is a really nice thing uh i went to the one in 2019 it was awesome it was a nice time with 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 a few friends an enjoyable experience um and it it reminded me of pax vibes before i knew what pax vibes were where everything was super positive everyone was very welcoming to each other there was like no negative nancies or anything annoying like that um, and I went to two panels that I just wanted to shout out. Uh, the classroom library is open. Queer teachers on using comics with K through 12 students, which I thought was a really interesting, like, and very poignant thing as an educator, because I'm an mm-hmm. educator, uh, where they kind of talked about creating safe spaces and allowing students opportunities to just explore things that they might not be able to read. Um, and since it was in New York, so far we don't have crazy bans on books but you know you never yeah. know apparently yeah. mm-hmm. um so i thought that was a really good thing to have uh and they also had like a com- cosplay contest which is super fun i was just like in the crowd being like i'm getting old because i don't know what half these people are <laughs> um so that was an unsettling thing so I, I wrote down like a bunch of things and me and my friends were like all right this sounds like an anime that we should watch this sounds like a comic we should read uh and it was just like a fun like saturday afternoon it's, it's like I like your notes, like research fire hamster. <laughs> like I like just like and like you don't know what it is, so you're like uh yeah. research anime. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does anybody know what pick stone is? No. No. What about my brother? No. Mm. Mm. Lumberjane. Lumberjane. No. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's a very popular LGBTQ comic, which I had no idea. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It it was in one of the humble bundle comic bundles. Oh, cool. Oh, perfect. Um and then there was one quote that one of the uh, the teachers were like, yeah, we're doing this artsy activity where students like create their own like phrases. And this like nine year old kid said, the fur of the gods will pay for the future. Ooh. Oh, shit. I'm into it. 
hell we're, yeah. We were all dumb. We were just like, what the hell was that? Or she was like, I know. Like, what was that? Uh, so now you're all infected with that ominous phrase. Oh, wow. <laughs> Prophet has spoken. Yeah, Out, like. Outdone by a nine-year-old. Yeah. Like, um, and then um, I, I was very um, appropriate as an adult, and I only bought <laughs> one thing. Yeah, because last time I bought way too many like cutesy stickers, but I bought this derpy Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu with poop face. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and the artist, um, his name is Kobe James by Cody. Um, Sweet. He had like twelve of these, which is different emojis, <laughs> and it really took all of my power not to buy like four of them. Um, That's awesome. Luckily, yeah, it was. It was, and it was. It was a good time. Like. It wasn't too hot in the city, so it was like easy to get in. They were very upfront with their COVID policies of mask and vax, so that was hell nice. yeah, hell yeah. Um, and there, there was less vendors, uh, which was a slight bummer, but it allowed for more space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to walk around and not be crowded, and um, it was just filled with a bunch of good vibes, bunch of nice energy, and awesome. uh, good times all around. I'm excited for next year to go as long as it happens Uh, because they weren't able to do uh, digital stuff that just wasn't Mm. in their cards. So Mm. this is the first time in like three years that they were able to do it. So I was like, you know what? I'll throw 30 bucks and show some support and be like, yay. That's awesome. It sounds like a good time. Yes. Uh, Matt, have you uh, been playing any indie games you want to shout out? (laughs) I've been playing one that Harry's needs me to finish. (laughs) (laughs) The, the review is almost done. I just have to finish the game. Don't mm. ever have me, as much as I love them, don't have me play point and click adventures because I suck at point and click <laughs> adventures. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's types. me with with skaters. Like skaters intrigue me, but I'm so bad at them. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I just need to retire. I never from know skaters. where to click and where to go. Um, <laughs> but I'm almost done. Almost done. So yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the game? Perfect Tides. Fantastic Ooh. coming of age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look forward to that at 6180.com. Hell yeah. Uh, that does it for episode 109 of IndieCast. We love you very, very much. Stay safe. Uh, follow, subscribe. <laughs> My brain is shutting off Stay very safe. quickly. Stay, Stay safe. safe. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.